Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I think that there is something actually very empowering about giving head and like making somebody come and then being like, being able to like come up and be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I encourage you to try it. If I like go all the way, I, I afterwards feel extremely powerful. I'm like, I'm that bitch. Good morning, everyone. Um, welcome back to Awkward Sex in the City. Um, I hope you had a great two weeks. I hope you haven't missed me too much. I hope you were so excited that there was another episode in two weeks. Um, happy hump day. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, share, v- review, view uh, this episode and all the episodes. Um, pleasantly surprised by how much excitement uh, people had for this show to be back. Um, it's really easy to forget when you're not doing it and you don't have that constant um gratification uh, that we are all addicted to at this point right or is it just me um i don't know um this episode's really fun um i got to sit down with one of my favorite people in the world hannah kaplan who i met um through a friend in the past couple years um a beautiful blending of friend groups uh, with people dating, um, long story short, basically. Um, and just, I love Hannah. I think she is just the bee's knees uh, with like zero sarcasm there because I know that's a weird thing to say. Um, so funny, such an amazing performer, such an interesting person. We run the gambit. I think that's the right word I want to use of topics. Um, We talk porn, we talk sex, we talk masturbating, blowjobs, we talk Titanic because how can you not? Um, Which I've also been screaming at the rooftop since I found out from actually Hannah, um, they're showing it in theaters on Valentine's Day. So I've literally been screaming at everyone like we must go see this in theaters, um, including with Hannah. Um, And after we recorded this episode, uh, it reminded me how like, um, especially I'm in my thirties, I'm almost 35. I'm almost in my mid 30. Um, and I think it's really easy to think like you've met everyone, you know, that you're going to meet. <laughs> um, and then you don't, it's not true. There's just so many more people you're going to meet that you're going to love, um, platonically relationship wise. Um, I just think that's a really cool Thing to think about, especially if you're feeling stuck um, in any way, shape, or form. There's just so much more to do, more people to meet um, and see and find and and have fun. Um, I do apologize. I feel like that went off the rails a little bit. I also apologize if you hear just in the intro outro a um, a whistle. Uh, I live directly across the street from a elementary school and the crossing guard, because we use crossing guards in New York City. I don't know if other cities do that or like states. I don't know. Um, Has decided to have a whistle and whistle every time it's okay to go, which I feel is confusing because when I hear a whistle, I'm like immediately like, oh no, what I do wrong. Um, So if you hear in the background, that's just her. I do apologize. I was trying to wait uh, for school to start, but she's, she's still out there. She's whistling away and I love that for her. Anyways, let's get into the podcast. Let's get into the episode. Remember rate, like, subscribe. Um, I'll see you on the other side. Um, pre COVID it's been around since 2018. So when we had a switch, where's my zoom so I can see you. So when we had a switch to like remote, um, you'd record and it never said that. And then I was like, Oh, I wonder if this became like a thing because then you could technically record, and if someone's not paying attention, not see the little like recording in like the corner. Um, yeah. And like, what is that? Maybe that maybe Zoom got got like me tooed, and they were like, "All right, we have to ask for consent now." Right? And honestly, that's like partially a joke, but also like it's not a bad thing. Like, I want to know. I want to know that we <laughs> that you've started. Um, also, do you ever think Zoom is like like upset about COVID because none of us knew Zoom. Until COVID. Zoom in my life. No, no. Zoom is pumped. Zoom is pumped to be like the number one bitch. Because now it's just like (laughs) synonymous with video chatting Mm -hmm. and everything. 
Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody's like, do you want to do like a Google hang or a Google meet? Even though I use Google for everything, I'm like, no, fuck no. <laughs> I want nothing to do with that shit. I can't work. I can't figure that stuff out. It's like Microsoft to me where I'm like, it's not user friendly. No, no, truly. We have to use it for work, which like now I know how to do it. But I remember like when I got hired, I had to introduce myself to the whole company um, with like two, two truths and a lie, which was really, it was really dumb. Uh, I know I hated it so much. And <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing so much about what they made you do. And so in, they like, after I did my two truths and a lie, they wanted me to talk. And because in Google, like in zoom and in Google meet where like the, the mute unmute button are different places. I accidentally left the meeting in front of like oh, hundreds cool. of people. And I was like, really, it's really dumb to be embarrassed about it. But I was like, horrified. I was like, oh my God, they're like, where'd she go? And then in, in like a team meeting, I was trying to figure out how to, um, uh, I work in customer service. And so we used to do these like Google Hangouts just to like talk to like our agents while yeah. taking calls. And there's a way to mute yourself and the meeting, but still be in the meeting and take a call. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much. So I was in the team meeting. Someone showed me how to do it the week before, but I forgot. So I was like trying to do it in the team meeting. And my boss was like, Natalie, why do you keep muting me? And I was like, what? Not realizing that like I'm muting the whole meeting while I like, try to figure out how to like mute myself. It was, it's, I don't do well with technology. When we are older, I am fucked. Like I will be one of those old Screw. people that just like. Rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I work at a restaurant like one day a week, every now and then. And I have like the POS system and everyone's like, oh, this is what they have in Europe. And I'm like, okay, well, it's, I, maybe I'm dumb then. Like I suck at this. Like I can never, people are talking at me and they're like, I'll have this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, okay, like, let me just like find the modification (laughs) button. I feel like really dumb. I feel like I miss writing and using pens and like uh, wasting paper, I guess. Yeah. That bad. So when I you, paper life. that's, I didn't realize that. So when you take orders, you can't just write them down and like, then go no, to the I point like, of sales like, like system. No, I just like plug it into like a little handheld device. Oh my God. And then when people ask for the check, I take it out of my back pocket and I do the same thing every single time. And everybody usually laughs, which is like pathetic, but I'm always <laughs> like, I have it right here. And they're like, Oh, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, Give me your money. <laughs> Bye. Oh, man. Day job life um, is the worst. Day job life. I have, like, ruined my algorithm on TikTok. It's nothing but, like, really unhappy stories. And then, like, people recreating um, their customer service most recent experience. And at first oh, I God. loved it because I was like, yes, vindication. I know what this person's going through. And now it just makes me super anxious. And I'm like, please stop putting yourself in a situation in where you're now like doing customer service, not during your work hours. Like, what are you doing? I have so to just clocked in 24 seven. Oh, truly. I finally just took Slack off my phone. Cause that's how we talk. Like that's how we message each other is via Slack. Cause we're all remote. And so all my days off, I would just be like, what am I missing? What am I missing? Cause it's a startup. So things like change like rapidly, like how we every do day. things yeah. every fucking day. Um, and I was like, like, we don't know if we're going to make it by the end of the week. Slack, 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 slack. Right? So I was like, I just realized like the past couple weeks ago how like I've invested, I've become, how it's sort of really starting to fuck with my mental health. And I was like, nope, we got to take a step back. Uh, and then I was like, no, I'll keep it on my phone. I won't look. And then I was like, girl, you're looking during your lunch hour. Like, get the fuck off. So finally I did it. I finally was like, cannot anymore. I'm... I'm like addicted to emails mm. and I don't even I, I, like, I'm not even professional in that way. Like what's coming in for me other than the New York times daily newsletter. And I, I don't know, like spam, but I'm always refreshing the email. Like mm-hmm. the, I, the, I, for some reason, I think like that's where it's going to happen. Where like the email will come and it will be like, Hey Hannah, your life is about to get awesome. And I'm like, woo! but I'm always just refreshing. It's like, and I, I took the mail app off my phone Mm, mm -hmm. like fuck yeah like I'm separating myself out and then the other day I missed like important important emails important emails that were sent to me that I didn't realize like we're still going to this email address like I don't even know I guess there's like an iCloud account that's like associated with like that email address which is separate from like your Gmail and and your Google and all of technology baby (laughs) 
bury me now. Like I can't figure it out. But um, yeah, I missed important things. And so I was like, all right, I guess I'll just put this back. But the notifications kill me. Like I hate seeing 29, 32, not just like arbitrary numbers alerting me to like something in my inbox that I have to like. I don't do notifications for like anything. I don't do notifications for Gmail. I don't do it for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything. Uh, Because I would go crazy. I do do news notifications, which is also terrible because they are the worst headlines ever. Um, Yeah, like bomb cyclone. mm -hmm. 30 people died. Why? Question mark. And you're like, what the fuck? No, I have to read this. (laughs) Something worse than the Titanic. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, Oh my! Well, I'm gonna read this. Speaking of Titanic, I've been really, really wanting to rewatch it because I just found out recently that James Cameron like wanted to be like a like marine biologist or some shit, and like Ugh. he did everything. You know the scenes where they're like underwater. Yeah, that's the real Titanic, him, right? Oh yeah, he he's a little freak. Like he loves. Oh, I yeah. watched a. I was on a plane and it was like, <laughs> it was a twenty-five years later. 30 minute documentary or whatever. And it's basically just James Cameron going around to like the places where he filmed or asking scientists and like biologists and being like, did we get it right? And they're just like confirming it with him. And he's like, we did it. This film is completely accurate. You're just like, okay, James, we love you. We love the movie. It's like, it's not completely accurate. Right. Like we can agree on that, but I love Titanic. It's coming back into theaters on Valentine's Day. (gasps) Oh my god, we have to go! Oh my god, yeah, let's double date. I'm gonna. I asked Harrison if we could go, and he said yes. Yes, no. I want. I want this so bad. Um, how old were you when that came out? I think it came out in 1996. I was. I was six. You're six. Yeah. I was eight. Did you watch it when it came? Like first came out? No, I watched it a couple years later at, at um, my friend Madeline's house. She was like a bad girl, mm. but her parents were divorced, and I feel like they sort of let her do whatever she wanted to do. And that included like watching Titanic at, at age eight. Um, and we watched it in the morning, I remember, which is like a really weird time to be watching that. Yes. Three and a half hour movie. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I was like, I was blown away, but I was also a little freak and I was very into Titanic like before the movie. Like I was fascinated by how they fucked up so bad and so many people died. I had like a, a large morbid curiosity with, with the Titanic. Most of the girls I know have a morbid curiosity to mass death. Like if it's not Titanic, it's World War II. If it's not World War II, it's serial killers. If it's not all three of them, it's something else. Yeah. Yeah. People are really into murder. I'm more into like natural disasters Mm. or like things that could have been prevented. I was Mm -hmm. really into like Henry VIII and his, like, six wives and all of that <laughs> violence and all that shit that got kicked off. Mm-hmm. Um, Fucking Anne Boleyn. Like, Didn't deserve it. Anne Boleyn, baby. But, like, without her, we wouldn't have Shakespeare. Like, I could go into it. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah, that. It's like, yeah, well, because her daughter was Elizabeth I, and she was, like, a huge patron of William Shakespeare. And, like, also Anne Boleyn was all about, like, putting money back into, like, schools and, like, taking money out of the churches and putting it into, like, the poor people's hands. Love it. Like, An icon. modern-day badass bitch um but yeah I was really into like injustice in that way or like things that like went wrong that maybe shouldn't have yeah um, and like low-key like tsunami documentaries those are really really fucked up but I was actually gonna ask you about that and to the viewers I am there there is something I'm gonna go back to the Titanic in a second to bring it back to sex and dating but I was gonna ask how you felt about the tsunami um the the big one uh what was that two thousand and four the one that killed like hundreds of thousands Everyone. of people yeah uh, they i don't did- know it was just it was crazy it's like seeing something like that basically seeing the world turn on itself is is uh, i don't even know how to describe it i was like very disturbed by it but also incredibly fascinated because it's like you can't even sometimes in those situations, it's like, what could you have done? Like, nothing. It just is what it is. Yeah. I'm looking up right now. There's that movie um, with Naomi Watts where the that whole – was good. That whole family fucking lived. Like, that's like yes. that's just so rare, um, as we know. They're lucky. And, like, yeah, I always, like – I feel like I'm screaming. I always – they're so lucky. And oh, – <laughs> Screaming. I feel like I'm, like, snotting through this. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
But it, like for me, it's always like like this reminder of like the world always wins. Like Mother Nature always wins. Always. Like we have no chance. I like you know I've been like doing surfing lessons and stuff like that, and um you get taken out by these like one foot waves and not even like oh they just take you out you're like spiraling underneath this one foot wave and to even think of something that big and it's why I will like never move to the west coast because they're like the big one is coming and not just the earthquake it's like there's this massive article about how in like Portland and Washington you can see on the trees where it was hit by like this massive tsunami like massive and all the scientists are like yeah it's like any day now, it's coming. And we have no plan. They were like, everyone old will die. All kids will die. Like, there's no way. This- yeah, women and children first. Mm-hmm. And when they say that, they're like, goodbye. Yeah, they're like, you're done. You're done. And like, if it, a like, school gets hit. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm just interrupting you. No, I'm, no, no. I'm getting hype, hype about the, <laughs> the impending doom of the West Coast. And truly, like, I'm going to the West Coast for the first time next weekend, and I'm like, what if it's today? Like, what if it happens today? That'll suck so hard. I don't think it will, but it is, like, I just feel safer in New York, even though we are surrounded by water and, like, we're screwed over here, too. Um, yeah, it's just different. At least you can drink the water here. Like, mm-hmm. they have – they the water sucks over there. There's no, like, proper, like, drainage systems. I A coworker of mine is going to move to L.A. for a couple months, and I'm like, because because it's like okay so you're just going like for for the mudslides for the fires for the flooding yeah. for the for the weather you're going for the weather yeah it's about the weather okay have fun in the weather like i remember laguna beach season 1 or no was it season 2 there was the mudslide that they did the um charity for the charity is that when they did the fashion show mhm mhm and did jason kiss jessica during that Am I making that up? Am I fast forwarding? There's two fashion shows. I can't remember if the one where Jason kisses Jessica is the mudslide or if it's the one before. It might be the one before the first season, which guess what, y'all? Laguna Beach is now available on Netflix, but not season three, which is underrated. Huh. Yeah. Season three is underrated and Mm -hmm. really weird. It's really weird. It's really underrated. I fucking love them uh, in the worst possible way. Um, worst possible way mm-hmm. Kristen that haircut looking back on it now I'm like I would never cut my hair like that but something about it on her looked so good I was like mm-hmm. yeah I want like fully frosted hair and I want each end to be sticking out in a little <laughs> chunk like I want I want spikes like flipped up oh I had that like I did the hair flippy out thing it was bad I have to find I actually was talking about it with Callie in Virginia and I have to find a photo of it because I look like Carol Brady like, just, like, full, like, flip. Because that was, like, the look. And it was, like, you could only do – I could only do my sides. I was really bad at my back because I couldn't see it, like, the back of my head. Yeah, nobody nobody can. Wait, very quickly, speaking of Carol Brady, I don't – what? Okay, so in the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. the two get together. Everybody's got their kids. Where are the other parents? Are they, are they both widows? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Do they never talk about it? Do they never get introduced? Do we never have a deadbeat dad, deadbeat mom episode? I feel like in my mind, I just always thought they were like deadbeat parents. Because there's no talk of like death, which you think like that family, such a wholesome family would like honor the death of like their like spouses that gave them their beautiful beautiful children but I didn't watch it enough I wasn't like a a Brady Bunch family I was a Brady Bunch movie family yeah I love that shit making fun of the show basically oh yeah no they were so I honestly feel like ahead of their time in a lot of ways (laughs) yeah when they go on vacation to Hawaii I was like is this the same thing and it's not it's I think it was like a different mom some of them had different kids playing the kids. Like, the movies had different actors sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do think it is where uh, everyone started to dabble in stepbrother, stepsister porn. Everyone was like, well, they're, do- they're doing this on the Brady Bunch movie. It makes, it it's makes sense. It's fine. They're not related. Um, yeah, I guess just keep it in the family, right? <laughs> I do think that is literally like a porn company name, production name. It's like all in, the family, in the family or keep it in the family. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of porn. I watch I all watch of it. I watch a lot of porn. I have so much fun. 
Uh, I do too. I felt so shamed for so long. Mm-hmm. And then, well, okay. When I watched The Bachelor, there's something about that show that gets me like so horny that I kid you not, I literally have to watch like interesting porn after. Like, I feel like I need like, I'm like, I want like four dudes fucking one girl like quickly. Like mm-hmm. I need like, because there's so little sex happening on that show, I need to go into overdrive. Mm-hmm. And this has happened to me multiple times where I've had to stop what I'm watching and be like, voraciously masturbate <laughs> and look at crazy porn and then be like, no, this okay, is a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I gotta get my fix. Like, I gotta get my fix. If I'm gonna watch 45 minutes of this, like, semi Christian crap, <laughs> then I gotta, I gotta fucking rub it out. I know. Now that you say that, I do that too for different things. Like, um, like uh, young adult shit, which I feel like sounds gross, but it's more like they're so happy and in love. And like, I, I was such a late bloomer and never had that experience in middle school or high school or most of college that it, it gets fantasized. And then you're like, yeah, I must, I must masturbate like right now. Like I must. Right now. Um, and it's not like the show itself is doing it for me. It's like the idea of it all. Um, well, they're also like 25 year olds playing mm-hmm. kids, I guess. So. Oh, yeah, they're getting like unapologetic about that. I watch, um, I love Never Have I Ever on Netflix. It's really, uh, really sweet. Um, I I highly recommend it. It's like fucking narrated by the, um, that tennis star. Um, uh, I can't, I'll look it up. He's like balding, but it's very funny. But the, her, one of her love interests is, is it Macro? Yes. Ah, he's like the only one that like has sort of transitioned into acting. Yeah, so he narrates right? it. Uh, I think so. Um, and it's, like, done really well. But she's, like, the actual actor is 19, I think. And one of her love interests is legit 30. And he's playing, like, a junior in high school. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, you, it's so obvious. Yeah, this is too weird. Even in, like, Last of Us. Um, oh, I just started watching that. Well, when they were like, he's 36. I'm like, he is 30, not 36. 30 I'm 32. I was like, bitch. Oh, 32. I was like, no, ha- absolutely not. I like, st- I just like looked straight at Aaron. I was like, you're 41, like, and you don't look that old. Like, he like is yeah. disgusting. Like, I think he's super hot, but he does not look 32 year old hot. No, no. And it's also like, I know how old you are because I'm consistently Googling if you're married every week. Mm, like, mm-hmm. do you have a wife? Are you a bachelor still? He does not. He is. He does not. He does not. Um, but like bringing that up, like talking about all these shows, it kind of like reminds me, well, Titanic is what made me think of it because I was eight, same in the morning, we were watching on this really small TV in my friend's like kitchen. And I just remember how much it then would like mold my mind into thinking this is what romance was. Yeah. Yeah. And like how fucked up that is now. Like it's, and just not possible and then also the no, idea of no, like you would just never meet a poor person on a boat and be like, let's go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe you would actually. I don't know. People are getting catfished these days, so is catfishing like still like a big thing? Probably. I don't, I I don't think, see why not. I think like lying is still a big thing. Mm-hmm. Well, like I literally was just talking about this uh, with my previous podcast ghost podcast guest podcast guest that like twenty twenty two like all the like really bad dating things came back like ghosting love bombing lying gaslighting gaslighting like it came back in like a a very fiery vengeance I feel like when it was like oh the 2020 2021 we're like working on ourselves to be better people to ourselves and the people around us and now it's like I don't give a shit about you one and done type of type of stuff I think it's because we were forced to like be inside and like reckon with ourselves and now it's like oh like we didn't die we made it everything's fine great mm-hmm. let's like fuck around and find out mm-hmm. yeah I remember thinking like summer of 2021 was gonna be like a shit show because it was like we finally can go out it feels a little bit safer and it wasn't but this summer I feel like was a shit show Tw- summer 2022 yeah messy yeah how long have you um, were you and Harrison dating during COVID or yeah so we <laughs> we started having sexual relations with each other during COVID, but like not until like July of the first year. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not ready. Like, hang on. And so I just basically like 
fucked around with his head and his heart for like a hot like couple months and then finally in January so I guess like yeah it's been it's been two years we started dating during COVID Mm -hmm. but I I tell people that and I feel like it's like my own insecurity when people are like oh like you got together during COVID. You guys just like decided like you're done trying to like, fi- and this is my own story that I'm telling myself where I'm like, it's not true. <laughs> but um, because, you know, you meet people that like got together during COVID and you're like, yes, I remember it was like a really hard time. Everybody kind of like mm-hmm. stuck together, like the codependents, like really even mm-hmm. uh, got even more codependent and everybody else was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm separated, but we've been friends since high school. So we've known each other for a really, really, really long time. So I think, all that COVID really did was just sort of facilitate enough time for me to be like, Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. We can do this. We should, we should do this. We should have been doing this. Maybe. I don't know. Was there a moment when you were like, Oh yeah, this is the sign that like we should be together. Yeah. He was like massaging my feet. He was (laughs) giving me a foot massage. And I was like, I was like looking at the way he was holding my feet. And now I feel like I need to, tell every person listening to this right now and I love you Harrison he has the craziest looking hands because he's a puppeteer and he has like long nails on one hand so he's like because he's playing guitar lots of times with it and so he has these crazy looking hands but I was like looking at them and I was like wow these crazy looking hands are just holding my foot so tenderly and gently and I like could feel this is disgusting I could like feel (laughs) how much he loved me through his little gnarled puppet hands like wiggling my toes around and then I was like like in that moment I was like I'm gonna fuck this guy tonight like straight up I was like I'm gonna have sex with you was that the first time no yes yes we like made out in high school and then like seven years later we we took some acid together and we we made out and then I like he he tells me this all the time he he goes you got up to go take a shit and you never came back and I was like oh (laughs) that sounds right though that just sounds very right no, we never like really done. You never, never really done anything. <laughs> yeah, like so devastating. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my god, this is so sweet. He was know, caressing your feet before you guys even had sex. Like that's how much. Like I will not touch Aaron's feet, and Aaron will not. We, me and Aaron both have disgusting feet. Like I have planner warts, like all over both my feet. He it is what it is. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. He, he, I don't, I don't like his feet. I just, I just don't want to touch him. We both don't want to touch each other's feet. And that's after like eight years together. We're still like, no. And so yeah, this was yeah, happening yeah, yeah. before anything was like official, like Facebook official. Yeah. Well, we also used to like sleep, like we would, we're both from the same town or he moved to my town in high school. And so we would like go home and like stay at each other's houses and like, just like share a bed together and be like, this is fine. Like this is normal. And then just like rub each other's back. So we basically were just giving back rubs for like 10 plus years. That is a lot of sexual, sexual energy, like pent up sexual energy there. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God it was good because I was like, after all this, like it better be. Otherwise I'll be like, I don't know. I'll be devastated. I guess (laughs) I'll never be able to like, forget that you sucked at sex but and it's hard good job baby (laughs) it's hard too because the first time especially I feel like the first time with that much like built up behind it I know is like usually doomed like I um now this is anyway similar but I like had this like textual relationship with someone from my high school after like college so I lived here in New York and he lived in a different state and we did this like we like I was like in love with this person I don't I don't I don't think I can say the same like vice versa so I flew out at one point to him in this different state just just hours and hours away on a plane and we both were just like stiff we just did not know what to do because we'd never our our bodies don't work together uh we'd never like talked on the phone it was all via like let's just text or like I think Facebook at that point it was really weird but like he would be like the first person I talked to in the morning the last person I talked to at night it's like all day 24 7 disgusting and then we get there and it was like the sex was just like so bad from both of us like I oh yeah like I didn't know what I was doing we were also young too I was um I think I was 24 
maybe 10 years now. So like, I didn't know what I liked yet. He didn't know, like he didn't know what he was doing going down on me. I, I think I knew head cause head's just very easy to do. Uh, right. We, I know there was completion, but it was just like, so we're here for like multiple days at his place. And I was like, this was like a terrible mistake, but I'm also now even more in love with you because we've had sex. And it was just like, I bonded to you now. I'm now yeah, bonded. The hormones. The hormones. Uh, and then uh, he broke it off, I think, within 24 hours of me going back home. Uh, he, honestly, I think it was the right decision. I think he did a really shitty job of it. Because um, I was like, yeah, now that we've had sex, I think we should be like official. Um, and he exclusive. was exclusive. And he was like, I don't think we should because we live in like, you know, different time zones. Um, and I was well, like, <laughs> he's like, we should exclusively not be together. Um, I think like, I can't remember how it ended. I think I, he felt I was getting too serious, which I absolutely was like, yeah, we are serious. Um, and then he was like, yeah. As does when we're young. We're, I'm I like I think about all my anxious attachment issues. Mm, time. Mm-hmm. If, if they're not even still here today, which I'm sure Barbara would oh, like to differ. But. I think I still have them. And I think like I like I'm very happily in a relationship with Aaron, but like I can have a full blown relationship with someone in my head that I think is hot for like like a full day and be like, yep, we're getting married, we're doing this, we're doing that. Uh yeah. I just I'm so, I think, like, attracted to people. Like, I don't know. And, like, yes. I think that's very no, normal I, I in, like, a relationship, too, to be like, yeah, of course I'm attracted to this person. Um, like, I have a friend that I definitely, like, we definitely, like, have a flirting basis. And Aaron's like, yeah, you guys, like, kind of flirt together sometimes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, like, nothing there. But it's just, like, the, it's just. You gotta flirt. Yeah, it's just, like, kind of there. Um, and none of it's, like, in person ever. So I, it feels, like, very safe. But. I think it just sets up people for failure. If you're like, no, this is just this one person. You're never going to no, be attracted to anyone else. That's insane. That's insane to think about. Mm-hmm. I, uh, no, it's impossible. Yeah. You're always going to be attracted to other people. Like fucking daddy from the last of us. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if, if he approached me <laughs> in the real world, Harrison would be down. I think he'd be okay with me doing it. Yeah. I think like, um, have you guys ever had that talk before of like, who famous, if it ever happened, like, could I fuck? No, I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like that makes me realize that I should ask him that because I don't really know, like, what kind of celebs he's into, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, I don't know who I have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know who I have to fucking come for. But, um, <laughs> no, I probably should have that conversation with him and be like, but I, I hope he knows and I think he does know, like, you know, if it happened, I would just be like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, I think Whatever. something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's funny, too, because we do live like in New York that it's it's not the wildest thing to run into a celebrity, you know, or to. No, no, it's pretty normal. Yeah. Or to even like talk to one because it's like no one cares. Like in New York, it's not like L.A. where it's like autographs. It's just like, yeah, whatever. Um, that like it could possibly like a very small, very small percentage but it's like yeah i could it could happen i could fuck you i could fuck you why not if adam levine is dming like randos why could i not get fucked by a celebrity <laughs> I that's know. where it's that's where it's at where it's like you always have to just remind yourself like people on tv horrible actors mm-hmm. not all of them but so many people they suck like just because these celebs might be really hot like they're usually hooking up with like grodies <laughs> randoms that they found like literally like one day their algorithm was like take a look at like tawny jessica i don't know why that's their name but that's what it is we could (laughs) be those grodies we could be them i'm happy to be a grody happy to be (laughs) do you have someone that you were like i would 100 percent just in a heartbeat fuck (sighs) celebrity wise yeah or not if you're like my my childhood love from seventh grade. He really grew up. The one that, the SSD, one that got away. The one that got away. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I was like really into, well, as a kid, I was really into Orlando Bloom. No offense to you, Orlando Bloom, but like I look at him now and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. little bitch. I, and I don't think he is a little bitch, but I just like, there's something that's so earnest and when I say earnest I mean it in the bad way not in the good way Mm -hmm. like I mean it in like the brown nosing kind of like there's something that's just so that he takes so seriously about acting and everything that that once upon a time was attractive to me and now I'm like 
Yeah. But as a kid, I was fully obsessed. There was a lot of like Orlando Bloom propaganda, I feel like, going on in our youth. Because that was like Lord of the Rings too, right? Like everyone was like really into his character in Lord of the Rings. And like, I'm like just looking him up now for a picture of him in like the early aughts. They didn't give us a lot of great options in the early aughts. No, no. But now, um, Hot Priest, like for sure. Hot priest could ruin my life. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, from Fleabag, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At first, I thought you meant Young Pope, and I was like, Yeah, I'd let him. He could also ruin my life. Jude Law could ruin my life if he wanted to. I Fleabag is so good. I need to rewatch it. I haven't watched it since 2020, but it was just like, just Chef's kiss. And it's so funny too, because like you, because uh, so I did Edinburgh where she did like the show. And everyone was like, this is the new flea bag. This is the new flea bag. And I was like, no, it's not. We know it's not. We know that it's not. Like, we know. Um, but it, it, I just found that very funny. But he's how old is he now? He's 46 now. Orlando. That's an appropriate age. Honestly, like, if I wasn't with Harrison, I think the next person that I would try to date would be in their 40s. I and I, I think that men that age weirdly fetishize me and um, – I think I'm okay with it, actually. Interesting. I've realized. How old are you? You're 30? I'm 32. 32? Yeah. 40, yeah. Yeah. Aaron's, Aaron's there's 41. There's something about, like, men that age and their sense of humor mm-hmm. where they can say, like, pretty off-color shit, and I feel like they think that they're safe around me. And, like, for the most part, like, I let them feel that way, but I can tell they, like, really enjoy And, like, when I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, a specific dude that was, like, at the restaurant I was working at the other day. Mm. Um, but I just, like, love it. I just, like thrive off of the attention from like the mid 40s male interesting i i don't think it's a bad place uh i don't think it's a bad dating pool and now also no, i feel like they know a little more they know they know a little bit more and they know a little less too they're they're like down to be this is such a sweeping generalization but i feel like they're down to just be like told like you're a shithead and they're like <laughs> okay right no am i wrong i could be wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong. And I know I'm just thinking because it's like now a lot of my dude friends are 40 or turning 40 very soon. So I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. I feel like that's fair. Like, sexually mature, mature enough to like, I don't know, handle handle the emotions. Because mm-hmm. like it's it's hard for us ladies out here. Mm-hmm. Life, life be hard. Um. I don't know, but maybe this is just, like, also my, like, theater program, like, being groomed by, like, older men coming back and, like, infesting this conversation, making me think this is something that I want. And really, in reality, it's like, no, Hannah, that's bad. Like, don't fuck the 40-something-year-old dudes. Like, they're not good. (laughs) They don't want what's best for you. I would say that if you were in, like, your early 20s, but you're in your 30s, so it's, like, not a weird age gap I feel like at that point yeah I feel like it's okay yeah it's like you like South Park yeah I know you do I like South Park (laughs) yeah I know you do I know you do you shithead (laughs) yeah you little bitch and then they're like wow no I think that's fair um I had to like I'll give you head baby and I'm like yeah I'm not doing anything yeah right I feel like men in their 40s like they would do a lot of the heavy lifting oh my god I I also, like, used to love giving head, and now I'm very, like, nah. I'm tired. I th- my neck hurts. I'm literally, I'm, like, like, e- like leaning over like this. I'm, like, my nasal passages are, like, filling with liquid. I'm, like, my neck hurts. I can't do it. I'm just, like, too not into it. Yeah. I, like, I'll do, I'll do for a couple minutes for it. Like, I, I'm not sure if you heard this set or this bit, but this is very true um, in COVID times. Cause I have, I have OCD, like I have like the like legit OCD that, um, there's an article that went around that was like, there, we found COVID in semen. Like we have found it and it was really, it obviously like wasn't anything they were like, we were not basically, they were like, we're not sure if it's like sexually transmitted or is this just like 
um, the viral load after you've gotten COVID. The and, viral load. Right. <laughs> that needs to be a porno. I'm Googling it the moment we get off this. And if there is a porn link, I'm sending it to you. Yeah, I need it. Um, That, like, my OCD was so bad at that point that um, I thought, like, if anything I did was, like, I was going to get COVID and, like, die and everyone around me was going to die. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was like, Aaron, I can't give you head. Like, I can't. There's, there's That's the best excuse I've ever heard in my life. It was it was also, I think, like the tipping point, too, because like when you are with someone with OCD, I do feel you kind of have to like be like pick your battles. And like usually my OCD is in check. It was not in check there. But Aaron was like, it's time to talk to a therapist. Like it is time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, not my blowjobs. Yeah. He's like, you can't you can come for this. But you can't come from my BJ's. Um, it was that, and there was a pillow. I freaked out. He threw a pillow on the floor. We were just being silly and like dancing. He threw it on the floor so he could like, um, like jump on it and slide. And I was like, and then he put it back on the couch. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, there's now COVID on our couch because you, it was like we walk here, like it was a mess. And it was like those two were the tipping points where he was like, I love you. I know you're talking to your therapist, but I know you're not bringing up your OCD with her and you need to. Um, yeah. And it really was like, uh, but it took a long time for me to trust his penis in my mouth again. And I do um, think that kind of yeah. is what made me be like, uh, it's not my favorite thing on the menu anymore. Like it, like it I used to be. It. No, I get it. It's, um, I, I enjoy like the performative act of like getting mm. it as I'm doing it. I'm like mm-hmm. whipping my hair around because I'm like, yeah, like arch my back, whatever. <laughs> then like, then I, my level of impatience is like incredibly high. So if it's taking more than five minutes, I'm just like, mm. like, I feel like I'm, I start making noises where I'm just like, you just like sigh heavily with a yeah. stick in your mouth. And it's so rude because like <laughs> Harrison will like put in the work, right? Like he'll just like keep going. He's like, I just want this for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to like, I, w- I want you to finish. I want you to come. I want all these things. And and I'm like over it the second I step into the store. I'm like, uh. but every now and then I'm, I like smoke a bowl and I'm feeling really sexy and I'm like let's go oh yeah if I'm feeling really sexy or like really twirly yeah I'm down I'm down to play but I will say I've always done head as like foreplay is not the right word because foreplay it like isn't a word anymore really but it'd be like this is like the this is the appetizer I've yeah this is how we start never like have made someone like come from my mouth ever ever yeah (gasps) Okay, well, I I would recommend it because honestly, it's kind of empowering. And now I'm probably in like the small minority of people that are like, I'm uh, maybe this is because I'm a people pleaser, but I always swallow, always. It's always going down. <gasps> really? And so I feel like, yeah. And so um, I think that there is something actually very empowering about giving head and like making somebody come and then being like, being able to like come up and be like, yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I encourage you to try it. It'll be easier than you think. Men are fucking coming 30 seconds usually. So, okay. well, that's not true. I'm making that shit up. Some people don't come ever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I find if I, like, go all the way, I, f- I afterwards feel extremely powerful. I'm, like, I'm that bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm that bitch that, like, you would brag to me. Like, I want to be that bitch that you brag about. To other people to be like, yeah, my girl always swallows. It's like, yeah, bitch. Oh my God. Also, because like, I'm not going to like get out of bed and like spit this out. You know what I mean? It's like, it's also, there's a whole other thing. It's just, it'd be rude. I'm. It's like. <laughs> it would be rude. <laughs> I don't know. I am so impressed because so, okay. I have let people come in my mouth because like, we'll be like, where, where do you want to come? Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come on my face? Do you want to come on my tits? Do you want to come on my mouth? If I'm really never on my face. I never let anybody go on my face. Um, I have only because it's like it's not on my mouth because I hate the texture. I hate the texture yeah. so much that it makes me gag immediately that if I let someone come in my mouth, I put my tongue up so it stops it from going to the back of my throat. And oh. I will get up immediately and spit it out. One time I would think I was like really <laughs> drunk. I can't remember who this was what with who this was with, but they came in my mouth. And I immediately was like, there's one on my shake. And I just like spit it out on the floor. I was like, I can't. If I ever That's kind of hot though. <laughs> if I ever swallow, like I am hammered. 
I am like, yeah, let's do this. But I am like brown out drunk at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm so impressed that you're just like doing it, just going for I it. I have to. I don't want it on my hands either. Like, I don't, I'm like also fastidious in the way where it's like, yeah, I don't want to get up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to clean this up in any kind of way. It's like the cleanest cleanup. Clean up on aisle jizz. It is. You're done. That might be the title. Clean up on aisle jizz of this episode. Um, <laughs> it is the cleanest way. It is. And because I like, I do get very lazy. Like the moment sex is done, I'm like, I'm so out of it. Um, oh, yeah. If I'm even there to begin with. <laughs> it's very often that I'm like astral projecting out and I'm like, shit, I didn't get groceries. Uh <laughs> I'm easily distracted. Oh, no. It's so real. Or, like, if I'm just, like, even a little bit tired, I'm like, mm, like, what if I just, you know, do this to make this go a little bit quicker? Um, which I think is, like, a real thing, especially when you get older and, like, have, like, a day job and you're creative and have friends but also, like, a partner. Like, it's just everything, like, compounds on each other. Um, I, know. I don't need to, like, come every time. Yeah. Harrison doesn't understand. He just is so nice and wants it mm-hmm. for me every time. And I'm straight up like, sometimes this is about you. Mm-hmm. I want this for you. Oh, same. Yeah. Um, because for me too, it's like, um, if I haven't come, you know, without hands helping, that means I have to go clean myself up real quick. Cause I don't want a UTI. And then that just takes yep. you out of it really quickly if you're just, like, getting, like, their splooge and your splooge off of you. Then go back to wherever you were and then get yourself back into, like, the mindset to get horny and do, like, do get where you need to be. Because it does yeah. take, like, an Olympic gymnast concentration for women to come. Like, there's just so many variables. So tr- Yes, yes. As, uh, the wind blows. The door mm-hmm. closes. I'm out of it. Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like my leg is not stretched a certain way. It's oh, going to yeah. get in the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm cramping. Yes. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that's something that's been new, and I've now started to do yoga, but I've been cramping more on top, like my hips, like painful oh, cramping. Oh, girl, I fucked my knees up. Like, there is only so much I can take up there. Like, oh, no. bad. <laughs> but it's good for me. I'm so lazy. Honestly, I'm like – I would identify as a pillow princess mm. and I just like love to just lay there and get, get boned. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Who said it? When I had a guest that was like their favorite way to get fucked is on their belly from behind. Cause they're doing literally nothing. And I nothing. was like, yeah, that sounds great. And you're like, they're like, yeah, you just lay there and like get fucked. You can do whatever <laughs> you want down there. And I was like, that's amazing. You're just like texting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, you're ordering Grubhub. <laughs> Making the grocery list that you forgot. Yeah. yeah. Killing and two I birds with one stone. Oh, yeah. I'm like half the time I'm like, shit, I haven't eaten. Shit, my anxiety is like really about to spike after this. It's like – Oh, no. The, the rush of emotions will just like send me over. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I'm – I finish and I cry. No, that's very real. It's very intimate too just, and vulnerable. I know. But usually it's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You made me feel so good. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Oh, like a nice way. Like sex sex is so wild. Like sex is so crazy. I I feel like never would I have imagined that this is like what sex would be like. Like if I was to think of myself as a um young child in my early <laughs> masturbating years not a child well actually that's not true I I was like a horny little skank bag like I was masturbating from a very early age mm-hmm. um, and also like was like incredibly insecure in like my own body and so I feel like I really forced myself to be like an overtly sexual creature at an age that I wasn't really ready for mm-hmm. but now I've sort of like my brain my body like everything is like caught up but it's just interesting to think about, like, now, like, what my perception of sex was when I was, like, I don't know, in middle school, high school, watching Titanic. Mm-hmm. Just to call it back to our, our baby boy. Because that's, like, such an example of, like, the most, like, basic missionary sex of all time. But that's what you associate with love, right? Like, you think, like, that's mm-hmm. that's love and, like, romance. And now thinking about, like, my life now. And here I am just being, like, my neck hurts. And, like, <laughs> fuck me on my tummy. <laughs> I know and like I feel like I also like never look at the person I'm fucking either because it's like I'm on top I'm just like this like I just like I want to look up yeah. so I look like <laughs> just smash my tits in his face right um 
Yeah, I think I started masturbating early too. I just remember, I think I like went to the bathroom and was like cleaning up down there and was like, oh, that feels good. Like, I don't know what I did, but I hit something and then like started to experiment, but did not have the proper tools, right? Like I totally was that person that used like a hairbrush or like a oh. toothbrush. Yeah, I would just jam stuff up there. I I was I was like very just hands on the outside. Mm, I didn't learn hands on the outside until I think my friends got me like a joke vibrator that I was like, but I use the vibrator, <laughs> right? And I was like, I was putting it inside of me forever, and I was like, this feels fine. And then I don't, I think just like truly by accident, I was like, here we go, here's the money spot. That's where it goes. Mm-hmm. And then um, I girls the the show while the show. I rewatched it actually, and I was like, "Fuck, this show is like." If you go in knowing they're all terrible people, this show is amazing. It's better. It's yeah. way better, and it's like brilliantly acted, and like the writing is really good. It's still shitty people, and it's like an all white right. cast. But um, her OCD episode, and like I think she had the um, uh, OCD with like masturbating. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was me at sixteen. Like you just all of a sudden are like, I have to masturbate seven times tonight or someone's yeah. going to die in my life. And you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Or like, I have to do it before I go to work. Like I'm late mm-hmm. for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I brought that up. Oh, that, that was just like my, um, masturbating like journey first off journey. And then like, I don't know about you, but none of my friends, I was also a little bit, I think more sexual, for similar reasons. Like I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel like people wanted me. But so some for some reason then I had like all the answers. Though my friends were like sexually active or like giving head at like 14. And I wouldn't like I would not give head until I was 23. Cause I was so afraid of penises like in my mouth. And I'd had sex. Oh. I'd had sex, but way before then, by way before 20. I had sex when I was 20. But I'd always guys would be like, Don't you want to play with it? And I'd be like, No. Like, you can put no, it inside really, of me, no. but I don't want it in or around my mouth because I was very afraid of it. Um, it's scary. It's actually, like, a weird-looking thing. Mm-hmm. It's an appendage that's dangling between two legs. It's crazy to me how much, like, we put behind mm-hmm. having a dick because, to me, I'm like, you're an alien. Like, you're deformed. <laughs> like, we – everything looks good on us, like, mm-hmm. right? Like, it looks beautiful. I always get a little freaked out, though, that we do have this, like, gaping hole. That that's just... fine. I don't. I I feel that the hole is fine. It's like um, I don't know why I'm like putting my hands like this. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the hole is just like a separate mouth. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is, but I feel like our mouths are like closed most of the time. But I feel like this hole is just open. It's just there. Yeah, but those are buttholes, right? But you feel like even your buttholes like clenched. I guess that's true. You got it's your kind of like, like, like little going on your muscle. Inside. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little we're a little exposed. We're definitely a little exposed. Um but I don't know, I feel safer with like the hole than the the fire hose, I guess. No, and you're right, like for sure. And it's also like this is not a good description for me on like the anatomy of like a person with like a vagina. It's like, oh, it's just a it's just a gaping hole. The hole. We just have a gaping yeah. hole. Um but I will. You guys ever been to health class? Come to health class with us. It's a hole. Come, come. Um, or when you found out there was like three separate holes down there. Oh, that blew my mind. Where I was like, oh, I can pee with a tampon in. Okay. Yeah, because you, I definitely thought like for sure everything came out of the same hole, and I was like, yeah, this is why I get so many UTIs. And then my mom had to be like, no, no, <laughs> it's because you don't wipe right, you weird fuck. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. well, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It- I don't anymore, but when I was a child, oh, my God, it was so bad. Oh, yeah, back to front. Like, it just was what it was. Yeah. I'm going to blame my parents' divorce on that one. (laughs) I remember I had, like, a UTI, and I couldn't swallow pills at that point, so my mom would have to, like, put it on, like, a dog, like, put it on peanut butter, on bread, and, like, ball it up for me. Yeah. And I had to do it for, like, 10 days. She's miserable. We get the results of my latest test. And they're still positive. And my mom comes running into, like, my fucking bedroom or wherever I was. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I think I was, like, 11 or 12. She did not say what the fuck are you doing. But she was like, Natalie, I can't. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with you. Come 30 minutes later, the doctors call back. And they're like, hey, we're sorry. We read the wrong test results. She's good. She's no more UTI. And I was like, you motherfuckers. And that is where my inability to trust doctors started. 
I was like, what do you mean you read the wrong person's test? Like, how do you do how that? How do you do that? How how do you do that? You can't do that. So now anytime I get like a like I've had like um I had a, a breast cancer scare last year. I had a cervical cancer scare last year. All good, though I need to go get rechecked. Oh. I've been ignoring it because I'm nervous. Oh my god, I'll go with you. I should check my pussy and my boobies. Everyone should. Everyone should. Cervical cancer, if you find it like I think of the first five years, it's very like curable. It's when it goes after five. It's like I, I just got my third Gardasil shot. Oh shit. Okay. That's yeah, shout out to Gardasil. Um I missed the last shot when I was like 18 and the my gyno was like, you could still do it. Yeah. So anybody listening, if you're in your 30s, you could still get your fucking HPV shots. You can still do it. I need to. Yourself. I need to because same thing. I missed my shot, one of my shots. And so I have HPV, I think it's 18, which is one of the cervical cancer ones. Oh, no. Yeah. And she was like, well, you can get it. Like, she's like, it's not going to cure your HPV, but like, um, you could get it to stop other strains of it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I never did. <laughs> And this was last year. And I was like, I just don't learn from my fucking mistakes. Um, No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get it done. Yeah, we'll get it done. You've told me now. And so now I will be – I'll be like, girl, let's, like, have a date. Let's go get Gardasil shots together. Let's do it. Gardasil shots are the new manicures. Let's do it. No, truly. And, yeah, you're right. So anyone listening, you don't – what was it? It used to be the cutoff was 27. There's not like a cutoff anymore. I I feel like I was told that, like – after like 20 years old, it was sort of like you fucked up and you should have gotten it. Mm. But my guy was like, you could still get it in your 30s, like, and you should. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that you could still do it. Yeah, definitely ask ask your healthcare provider, has ask your gyno if you use a gyno about it. I think you just have to pay for the shots, which they're like, it's like a couple hundred, unfortunately. But it's insurance still- covered my shots actually. Oh, nice. Okay. I'll need to go check. I feel like my insurance didn't cover it, but I have new insurance now. Um, but yeah, get all the things checked, check boobs, check it all. Like, um, it's worth it. Things happen way earlier. Like I remember with my boobs, the first doctor was like, mm, it's probably nothing, but we'll just in case, like the way they handled it was like very flippant. And I was like, okay, fuck you. You feel the lump. Please like get me a mammogram. Right. Mam- mammogram. Yeah. And the same thing happened with the, the breast imaging people. They were like, oh, you're young. It's nothing. Like it's nothing. Um, and I was like, like cool. bitch, like people get breast cancer at any age. Yeah. And so I was like, can you still please schedule me? And they were like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, and so then we do all the things. Like I have the mammogram and I have – they do like an ultrasound um, or is it a sonogram? I don't remember. They use the goop and they're looking. It's some, It's like both. I don't know. I think so – I feel like an ultrasound and a sonogram are the same thing. I want to say yeah. I think it is just like the same thing. But so they're looking and they're looking and they're like, cool, cool, cool. We're going to bring the doctor in. Um, and they were like, yeah, the thing you came in for is nothing, but we found other stuff. Like, we're glad you came Uh, in. And I was like, what do do you mean? And they were like, yeah, like we found other stuff. And I was like, well, what is it? And they're like, well, we know it's not a cyst and that's all we can say. Or they're like, we know it's not X and that's all we can say. And I was like, so it could be cancer. And they're like, yeah, it could be cancer. And I was like, what the fuck? And so then you go back, you go. the worst day of my life oh it was like the worst day of my life um well I had to hang out with friends afterwards and I was just like I can't like I can't tell anyone I don't want it was like someone's birthday I was like I don't want to ruin anyone's like day right right um I think it was actually Tim Donnelly's birthday and I was like no one I was like Aaron no one can know like don't let's not talk about it Dave and Buster's not Dave and Buster's um St. Ripper's Day uh I didn't I unfortunately did not make it to that that was so not this year but it was last year um uh, and so then you go in and you're getting biopsies and all of a sudden everyone's like changes, all the nurses, the doctors doing the biopsies, everything changes. They all say like, best of luck. They're no <gasps> longer like, you're, you're fine. You're young. They're like, best of luck on your journey. Best of luck on your journey. And I was like, oh my God, like this is like real. Like this could be something bad. Fuck. Yeah. It was awful. And then, so <laughs> they're, you're nervous, right? You've got like four or five people around your exposed boobs. They're like shooting you with these like thing not shooting you but they're going in to like get the biopsy and then they put like a little a little metal marker in it and the day before <laughs> was when um Alec Baldwin killed that person on set on accident I forgot about that yeah and so they're just talking about it while they're like extracting cells <laughs> from your body and they're like, well, what do you think happened? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't want to have cancer right now. And they were just like, we just felt it was just so, like, negligent of them, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, best of luck. 
best of luck with your journey. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? The lollipop. Here's a get lollipop. Out. It was so wild. Um, but yes, everyone That's gets scary. stuff. Cha- and like, it was all good. I have like, my mom has it too. It's like five. Oh, it's right here. Actually. Fibroidic adenoma, something like that. And this is my this is my um, referral for when I need to go again. Um, I have a I have a lump in my titty that they found in like high school, and it's been there like my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fi- fibroid adenoma. I'm saying this wrong, but it's something like that where they're like it's just like a fibroid. Yeah, it's like it's basically like a benign tumor. It's mine is five fibrodenosis. Fibro- I have bilateral fibrodenosis of breast, so I have to get checked in both breasts again. Because um, they found it in both. Sexy. Yeah, like the the fat, like the lump I had, they were like, yeah, it's just fatty tissue. Like they're like, it doesn't even pop. They're like, it doesn't even pop up on the uh, ultrasound. And I was like, great. Okay. I know, but breast cancer is so scary because it's like all the hormones and shit in the food. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. Like I've treated my body so poorly over the years. Like I eat like crap. I love hydrogenated corn syrup, but it's not my fault. It's because, um, it's addictive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to take responsibility for that. But, um, <laughs> so, but, but yeah, it's like, uh, like everything, everything these days. And even, um, even drinking and shit like that, they like, don't tell you that like actually like, drinking a ton will like fuck your titties up. So. Oh, I didn't know that. It's crazy. Everything's just like not, yeah. I mean, um, drinking a lot is like a, is a, there's a direct link to titty cancer. Um, it's cute. It's really cute for us. Good good for us. Oh, my God. I know. It sucks. It's like everything does kind of possibly cause it, which really sucks. It's like having kids could possibly cause it. Not having kids could possibly cause it. And you're just like, what? Stress. Yeah. Are stress. you stressed? Then you might get breast cancer. Wearing too tight of a bra can give you breast cancer. Maybe not wearing a bra. Can you- I just don't wear bras anymore, to be honest. I'm so over bras. Oh, yeah. I just Stick- don't give a shit. Sticking your phone too close to your face. Mm-hmm. Breast cancer. Yeah. So that's, I'm very like, I used to not go to doctors because I was afraid. So now I do go. I go way more than I used to, though I'm totally ignoring. I need to get my breast checked. I need to get my, um, my vag checked again. Um, everyone do it. It's worth it. It's quick. It's fine. Totally. Um, I'll go with you. I would love to. We should make it a date. We should make a whole thing. Ooh. I love this. Then get Manny Petty's we'll right up. after. Yeah. We'll just wear like crazy outfits to get our pussies checked. <laughs> Um, this has been a great episode. I know you have to work since I want to keep you too much longer, but this has been okay. great. I don't have to leave for like 20 more minutes so we can just keep shitting, shitting around. Um, yeah, this has been so fun. I love you so much. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just thinking the other day because like we know you through, we being me and Aaron know you through Callie. And I was just thinking how the friend group blended so seamlessly. Like yeah, Callie's friend group good. and Tim's friends group. Like I'm like, yeah, I love you. I love Taylor, Kayla, Callie, like all these, all these people, Harrison. How and it felt like we were on very similar planes the whole time and just didn't have yes. that friend to like to like overlap. It's just been really Bridge interesting and fun, like fun to watch. I know. I think um I guess Hope doesn't get enough credit either because it's like really oh, yeah. her her doing of connecting Callie and Tim together. Yes. Yes, I was at the um, – I was at that protest where Tim and Callie met. Where they met? met? Mm-hmm. That – I – it's funny because I was – Callie and I were at the beginning of the pandemic, like, FaceTiming a lot. We were, like, talking a lot about just, like, relationships. I had gone – or I had, like, a few months prior, like, broken up with a, a douchebag. Um, and – it's very like emotionally raw. We were both just like in in like really weird places, and so all of a sudden, like halfway through, she was like, "I'm seeing this guy," and I was like, "Oh!" And then uh, everybody's lives changed. Yeah. Now we're all friends. Now we're all friends. So and we all went to the Ren Fair together. <laughs> yes, that was so fun. That was so fun. I just still laugh that like we lost part of the group for hours. Like the for day. five, like the full day, we just like did not know where they were. I felt bad too because I was at one point I was like, "Well, I'm not trying anymore." Like I'm not. I didn't try at all. <laughs> I was like, I was like, "Let's go! <laughs> I want to see the hawks." They'll find us. And zero, zero cares in the world. Zero regrets. I, I also was thinking around drugs. Like I'm just like, they'll find us. They'll find they us. will find us. <laughs> um, that day was really fun though, and that it actually got me thinking of like, <laughs> I wonder like what the the sex drama um is the ren fair over the summer like i wonder mm-hmm. 
I bet it's a very like camp energy. Oh, there has to be like, and especially like, were you there with that like group that they just camp there on the weekends, like when they're not working, like not even just like the performers or the workers, they're just like this group of people that camp there and live like, I guess, like historically accurate for the times. And I was like, you know, they fuck like they have got to like, what else are you going to do? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Chop wood. (laughs) I mean, when we walked by them, I think they were chopping wood and like putting it in a fire. And I didn't realize there were like real inhabitants of the Ren Fair living there. I think they only do it like on like, I think they all have like day jobs. I think they all work. And then then they would come. They like pay Taylor. It was like me, Aaron. And no, was Aaron there? Yes. Aaron was there at this point. Uh, Taylor and because Taylor was like I have so many questions like I have got to find out what this is and I think it's like they they sort of kind of pay but it's way cheaper than like paying an actual like campsite and they all like they like dress in the traditional like garb and they like work and eat the way like you would of this time of this era your face I'm, like, <laughs> I'm disturbed in a way like I don't know why mm-hmm. Um, so are they COVID deniers? I don't know. They seem chill. I hope they're not COVID deniers. And they seem, I mean. You never know, though. I don't know. I don't know. They might be like, washing hands? Hang them. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Like, they were they were killing all those people that were like, hey, like, you should really, um, you should wash your hands after you take a shit. Like, you should actually be doing this. Mm-hmm. For help. Mm-hmm. For help. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see you in real life Yay. one day soon. Um, so this is the part of the episode where I do ask, like, is there anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to talk about? I don't know. I could talk for my whole life. But uh, <laughs> no. no, I feel like we hit everything. Um, Yeah, no, I think we ran. Was it ran the ga- gambit? Gambit? My southern accent came out a little bit there. Gambit. We ran the game. Uh, we had all the fun things. Masturbation, sex, head, Titanic. Uh, Titanic like two or three times. Two or three times. I just, um, I love talking about sex with you. Yay. I hope you had a blast. I had a blast recording that. Um, we could have talked forever, which are always like my favorite episodes, but Hannah had to go. And also I had like a minor technical difficulty on my end. So a little bit got cut out, unfortunately. But as you can see, as you heard, there was plenty to talk about. Um, and then, yeah, I got to see her the next day IRL and just had a blast. So remember you don't have to swallow if you don't want to. Um, that's just for me. Anyways, I can't wait to see you guys in two weeks. And also, you can follow Hannah on Instagram if you'd like. It is great content. So Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, period C, period Kaplan, with a K. Um, and I will see you all in two weeks. Have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your month. And we'll talk next, next, next hump day. Bye, y'all.